At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The first look at betting next week's games in the NFL. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. What's up and welcome in. It is the opening lines here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Jonathan Von Tobel, Matt Humans for the next two hours as we look ahead to what is in store in the National Football League. Quite a day. Matt Humans, we saw Sunday Night Football underway, by the way. Ben Roethlisberger on one of his patented pump fakes actually just fumbled the ball. So the Seahawks are going to get this on a short field in a high scoring second half. So what looked like a dead under in this game is turning out to be quite the sweat for people who had both an over and an under bet. So we'll see. It's 17-all with 11.32 left to go in the fourth. Seahawks are going to be taking over in Steelers territory. just depends on where. How'd the day go for you today, bud? Not well. Yeah. Not well. Uh, Saturday was great. One of the best Saturdays of the year. Sunday, uh, exactly op- opposite. And uh, the Patriots game was uh, the one that really uh, <laughs> ruined the day for me. Patriots plus uh, three and a half. Losing by six in overtime. I know you also took a bad beat on that one, but that's life sometimes in the NFL. Hey, man, at least I got plus four and a half when everybody else was sitting on three and a half, <laughs> you, right? You had the best number. <laughs> I won the battle. You did have the best number. Won the uh, battle. Now, I will say, before we get into like next week in the National Football League, because it's an interesting week, uh, we should note that today, because it wasn't a great day, um, I think this is going to be historic tomorrow. I think multiple sports books around the country are closing. Just given the fact that odds makers on Twitter today were were wallowing in the pain of favorites having quite the day. How about the early games today when you saw every single favorite 
win and cover. The Chiefs, six-and-a-half-point favorite, get to win 31-13 to over the uh, Washington football team. Rams, ten-and-a-half-point favorite. How about that? The, you, you looked at the Rams. That game mm-hmm. was interesting because the Giants, uh, you saw Sharps were all over the Giants in that game. You yeah. saw that get knocked down from the ten-and-a-half all the way down to the eight, eight-and-a-half, threw them on a teaser. That ultimately cashes. The Colts, closing as an 11-and-a-half-point favorite, get to win and cover. The Bengals. Blow out the Lions in what you thought was going to be a competitive game. Packers take care of business by 10. Ravens just demolish the Chargers and the Vikings. Get a win in overtime with a walk-off touchdown. Favorites, and it continued into the day, right, with the Patriots losing in overtime to the Cowboys by a touchdown. But this was a crazy day, and the last two weeks have been favorites, and the betters, for the most part, public mm-hmm. betters, have had a really good run here. Well, I think halfway through the day, if you're a favorites player, uh, you like to play favorites, today was your day. Yeah. 7-0 and against the spread. The favorites were in the early half of the day, and that's when you started to hear the sportsbook directors talk about, uh, boy, this could be historically bad, and, you know, <laughs> talking about Black Sunday. And uh, obviously the results a little bit mixed from that point uh, to now. And I think tonight the uh, most bookmakers probably need the Seahawks to cover here tonight. And if the Seahawks to win outright, it would probably, probably be a decent finish to the day. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, sort of a lot of whining and uh, complaining from sportsbook directors today about how the NFL results were going. And typically when you have all the favorites roll in like they did, uh, that's going to happen. And there's always two or three Sundays a year when this happens. And it just happened to be today, uh, Sunday in week six, where you had the Chiefs, the Rams, the Colts, the Bengals, the Packers, the Ravens, the Vikings, all score 30 points or more and all win their games uh, this morning. She had a high-scoring games. You You had a lot of blowouts and you had favorites cover. I bet... Of those uh, morning games, uh, I had a bet on the Panthers, was a loser in overtime, and I had a bet on the Packers over the Bears, which was a winner, but that's all I had in the year. I lost two games in overtime today with the underdog. Uh, Yeah, so in the contest, as did I. Um, Panthers, Patriots, not what you want. No, and and look, I think because we'll get to the Panthers in the big picture because I think out of those two, you kind of saw the Panthers thing coming. They were Mm -hmm. abhorrent all game long before a 94-yard touchdown drive tied the game at the end. Uh, Tony Miller, the Golden Nugget, on Twitter, at Gollum LV, as a sportsbook director, this is just one of those days where I want to just go home, lock myself in my room with a full bottle of Knob Creek, which is a fine brand of bourbon. Yeah, I think uh, Tony probably does that anyway. No, even that was good say, days. Good days day. and bad days. Another day. All right, well, let's Maybe move on to next week. and uh, move on. Let's move on to next week, and uh, I guess hopefully it's a better day for the books. I don't know. Uh, let's talk about next week and some of the big games on the board. We'll start at the top and work our way around. And I do think one of the more intriguing games now is a matchup between two teams at the top of the AFC North, which is the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. So the look ahead here was Baltimore minus 6.5 with a total of 48. You have the reopens at 6.5 with a total of 47.5. Currently, as we sit right now, Baltimore right now, I'm looking at my screen, got them at 6.5 still with a total of 47.5. So what's your read here? Because I think if you look at Cincinnati, I think it is a very fair thing to say, well, their schedule has not been overly... Uh, challenging, right? Overtly challenging. They beat right. the Green Bay Packers. That's a solid win. They went to Pittsburgh, took care of business against them. But you're also talking about wins over the Minnesota Vikings, losing to the Chicago Bears, beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is quite the step up in competition now here for, mm-hmm. against Baltimore. Yeah, I, you know what's interesting is the Lions were in a, a pretty good spot today, and the Bengals were in a bad spot. Yep. And it looked like when you watched the game that was reversed. Yep. That the, uh, the Bengals were the team in the great spot. They blow out the Lions. How bad a sign is that for the Lions? You get blown out at home by the Bengals. Uh, pretty you're bad. in a good spot. Uh, so I, I think uh, what the Bengals are starting to uh, show some improvement. I think 
betters are starting to believe in this team a little bit. Uh, so you know, I, I did not expect to see a seven really pop up on this game. I think you know, a lot of times sharp betters, when they get that seven, it, it's, a, it's a buy right away. They'll just buy the seven and uh, lay, the, you know, lay the six and a half if that number is mostly six and a half out there. So I'm not sure we're going to see that number go to seven this week. Two curious things for me were why there was uh, so much interest so much interest in the L.A. Chargers. Yep. You you were smart to play the Ravens at a buy-low point, and uh, I, I couldn't understand why there was so much betting on the uh, on the Chargers getting less than a field goal at Baltimore. I also had no idea why the wise guys were betting the Giants. They wouldn't that stop was, betting the Giants. I know. That was as sharp as a spoon, that play on the, on the Giants. Terrible, terrible play. And... Um, I think this week, Baltimore, six and a half probably is going to be the right number. You're not going to see a lot of movement in that. The Ravens were dominant today against the Chargers. Uh, they've had a couple big performances now at home. They are rolling. But this Bengals team, like, like I said, I think uh, betters are starting to believe in Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Yep. And the, the winner of this, of course, uh, will find themselves on top of the AFC North. Baltimore Ravens 5-1 and one right now. Cincinnati Bengals 4-2. and two. Yeah. And it becomes even more interesting, right, because of the Pittsburgh Steelers win here today, and it can improve to 3-3. Three and three. And then you're talking about potentially the Bengals winning that game. You're talking about all four teams sitting within two, three losses of the AFC North and being like nowhere close to being a clear picture as to who's going to take well, that. Well, I think here's the deal with the AFC North. The Steelers are a mess right now. We're, yeah. we're watching this game. They're, they're tied with uh, the Seahawks 17-17, eight minutes ago. Seahawks just caught a bad break, by the way. There's a penalty that pushed them out of field goal position oh, yeah. when they got the fumble in a short field. Uh, so it's still tied, and the Steelers have the ball, but... Not only do you lose Juju Smith-Schuster last week for the season, uh, Najee Harris looks like he's just taking a pounding it, it, behind this offensive line. Uh, the Steelers are not going to be able to, I don't think, uh, sustain um, their winning ways, if you call it that. They're mm-hmm. going to be 3-3 three and three if they can win this. I don't think they're going to be a 500 type of football team. Uh, there are going to be a lot of good spots to bet against the Steelers. Right now, the Browns? Are a really beat-up team in the AFC North. Baker Mayfield leaves the game today with a dislocated shoulder. How many guys have the Browns lost here in the past week? So the Bengals have a real opportunity here. If they, They've already won at Pittsburgh. If they can win at Baltimore, you have to take this team seriously as a threat to win that division. Yep, I've, I've, you definitely do. And you know this is part of a larger conversation with Pittsburgh. But uh, you know, I put it on social media today. Uh, like Enough with establishing the run. Like We get it. Najee Harris is averaging 2.6 yards per carry, yeah. and yet you see these ridiculous runs on first down right into the teeth of a defense. It's 2021. It's time to start opening up the offense here. As Ben Roethlisberger laces one downfield, and it's dropped. So. <laughs> they are a little bit of a mess, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers' running game, in effect, is uh, a, fire, a little dump-off screen to Najee Harris and let him run in space. Or throw up a prayer to Chase Claypool. It is. Yep. It, tr- hope to get lucky. Throw a deep ball. Big Ben still throws a pretty good deep ball. Throw it up. Hope to get lucky. Uh, down the field with one of these receivers making a play, like Johnson almost made a play on the ball right there. But he uh, been throws a little bit short. The Steelers just don't have a running attack, and it's not Najee Harris's fault. This offensive line is not going, uh, not making any holes, not giving Big Ben much protection. The line is as bad as we thought it might be in the off mm-hmm. season. Might even be worse. The Seahawks are not a team that pressures a quarterback. Yeah, the Steelers are going to have to punt. Seven and a half minutes to go, tie game. Uh, they can't even pick up a first down on that drive. So I, th- I don't think the Steelers are a legit threat to win that division. But now you have to look at the Bengals. Let's say it's a three-horse race, and the Browns are hurting right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bengals got a real shot here in the AFC North. 
Yes, they do. All right, now we do have a pretty interesting Thursday night game as well. Injury-wise, uh, this these two teams coming off of pretty bad losses as well. So let's set up quickly Broncos at Browns. Look ahead here with Cleveland minus 6 with a total of 44. Actually reopens today at Cleveland minus 6 with a total of 43.5. We have some injury question marks, though, about Baker Mayfield. He was pretty adamant in saying after their loss to Arizona today that the Browns that he was going to be available for the Browns game against Denver. But right now, from a market perspective, Cleveland sitting as a five-point favorite, though, with a total of 44. So since after that game, we've seen this small adjustment. And look, this is something you and I talked about during the week. Uh, I ultimately used Cleveland in the contest, but didn't end up making an actual wager on it this week because the injury report just turned me off that much. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you saw that. Both starting tackles out in this game. Nick Chubb didn't play. Kareem Hunt got knocked out. Secondary was banged up, too. Baker Mayfield clearly not fully healthy. And they took it on the chin today against the Arizona Cardinals. They got smoked. And uh, they're really never in the game. The Browns uh, were down early and uh, really never got back in it. They they had a Hail Mary. Yep. Uh, that, was a, that was the highlight of their offensive day today. Browns have so many guys injured. I think this is a stay-away team for me. I did bet the Browns minus two and a half. I had a good number. Did that matter? No, <laughs> because they lost 37 to 14. And we both got some CLV, <laughs> though, baby. Uh, but the Browns are going to have to be a stay-away team for me. And what happened to the Broncos today? Yeah. Absolutely the Broncos terrible. looked like the team who had their coach fired in the middle of the week and uh, were, were distracted the entire week and weren't focused on the game. They got blown out, in, in essence, by the Raiders on their home field today. It was 34-24 final, but it really was not that close. Tell you what, that Raiders offense looked the smoothest it's looked in a while. <laughs> and then there's one guy that's missing from the equation. All right, we'll come back. we got plenty left to get to. Uh, we're going to have a lot. Dan Saley's going to join us for a lot of college football content as well. We look ahead to next week here on the opening lines on VCD Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Opening Lines with Charles Avon Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, make this your best football betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, and a lot more. VSIN.com. You can find data and analysis. Right there on the website, you get everything VSIN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at vsin.com slash subscribe. Let's check in with our friend Chris Andrews, the South Point Sportsbook Director. And Chris, I don't think it was a good day to be a sportsbook director, was it? <laughs> uh, no, it was not. Uh, they say misery loves company. Well, I think I got a lot of company in the uh, industry tonight because I've heard, heard from a couple guys. It was uh, ugly all the way around. All right, so favorites start today 7-0 and against the spread. Can you just, uh, I guess, take us uh, through the day from uh, your seat back there behind the book, what, what it's like when the favorites are rolling in like that and uh, how the liability mounts and uh, how the day gets worse and worse. Can you just uh, talk about the games that were the worst for you, I guess? Well, let's start with the first game, which was the one favor we needed this morning was Miami. Uh, we had a lot of late Jacksonville money. And, uh, you know, it looked pretty good the first half. I thought, oh, we're going to be off to a pretty decent start for the day. And uh, Miami just couldn't hold on to it. Jacksonville came back. And, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence looks like he's starting to figure some things out. And, uh, you know, they came back day one. So that was one favorite we needed. Didn't show up. And then the rest of the day, we needed dogs. We had, you know, Colts. It destroyed the Texans. By the way, I think the Colts are really starting to figure things out, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Green Bay, Green Bay handled the Bears, Chiefs over the uh, Washington, and uh, that was another one. I thought we were in it there for a while. The first quarter looked like you know we were going to give it a, a pretty good go there, but uh, Washington fell apart. Uh, I'm not sure how much Kansas City's figuring out, but I think Washington is falling apart myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Minnesota and Carolina, that wasn't a huge decision. We could use Carolina; that would have been pretty good. Of course, they lose in overtime. 
uh, chargers. We needed them. It was a, you know, all week we had charger money, and then as of this morning, it all started coming in on Baltimore. Uh, there was uh, like a sudden revelation, and uh, we, that was a big decision for us. We needed the Chargers. They didn't show up. Needed the Lions. No surprise, they didn't show up. <laughs> yeah. All, all the, uh, the the straight bets, the wise guys, were all over the Giants. We opened the game 11, closed at 7.5, but the public had everything going to the Rams. You know, I said from the beginning, we either need the Rams to blow them out or the Giants to win outright. Uh, the Rams did blow them out, which did, you know, it won some money on the straight bets, but we just, we had to knock down some teasers and money line parlays and stuff like that. And the Rams just certainly did not help us and they never even really had a chance. Then we go to the afternoon. Uh, money showed on Arizona pretty good. And that was another game all week. We had really back and forth action, but the money came in strong today on Arizona. Um, you know, I hated to go to two and a half, but as you know, we don't use anything but 11 to 10 on straight bets. So we wound up going to two and a half. We had so much Arizona money, they blew them out. Uh, the Raiders was a good game for us. That was one that uh, we everybody bet the Broncos. We opened the game three, closing five. So the Raiders was a good outcome. And, of course, we get to the Dallas game. And uh, I don't know who else you've had on. I've been watching the Steelers game myself. But that was a brutal, brutal finish. And we, if New England holds on and wins, I think we might even escape for the day. Uh, they didn't, of course, and by losing by six rather than three in overtime, that was uh, that was like a stake right through our hearts. That really uh, everything, everything for the players came to fruition at that moment in time, and we got murdered on that game. Peter, uh, Chris, follow him on Twitter at Andrew Sports. Chris, you're you're talking to two guys who bet the Patriots, <laughs> so we're right there with you. Misery uh, loves company. Yeah. Whew, well, it's nice, nice to have company, boys. What can I tell you? <laughs> well, Chris, I had four and a half, so I, I do at least get to turn that in for a refund, right? I got the best number, so there's something there. <laughs> well, go to the cashier's window. Let me know how that works out. <laughs> uh, really quick, so as we're sitting right now, uh, we got this low-scoring game with your team and the uh, the Seahawks tied at 17. Uh, just great offensive play so far. What does it look oh, like here beautiful. for you? <laughs> what, what is uh, what are you guys sitting on here in terms of the action and how the public handled this with the loss of Russell Wilson for Seattle? Well, you know, all week uh, we had Steeler money, uh, but mostly like the small stuff, nothing really big. And then today, the, the again, the straight bets came in heavily on Seattle. We were at five and a half. They took five and a half and five. We went down to four and a half. And of course. When you have one game, one lone game like this, we like to do like the what ifs. So we did all the what ifs, and I said, holy crap, we need Seattle bad. <laughs> so I went all the way up to six uh, just to try to get something back. And we still need Seattle you know, pretty bad, um, and not just with the points, but we need them to win outright. So it's kind of hard for me. I'm sitting there, and you know, my wife, she's rooting for the Steelers, of course, and uh, I'm kind of – I'm not sure what I want. You know, it's it, it's a tough situation, but I, I guess I want. To, I need the Seahawks to win. I, I can't. All, I already talked to Michael Gone a couple of times today, but I talked to him late, and uh, it's not going to be fun talking to him in the morning. But I got. I, I'm kind of joking because Michael been through the wars more than any of us. He he knows. He understands. Matter of fact, he's the one who always kind of talks me down and says, well, "You know, we'll we'll be okay, kid. Don't worry about it." <laughs> all right, we look ahead to next week. In the NFL, and uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, big favorites over the Bears. 
Justin Fields and the Bears go down to the Packers today at Soldier Field. I see a number of 12 and a half, a couple spots out there at uh, 13. Is uh, You're going to hang these NFL numbers in the morning. What are you thinking for uh, Bears Bucks? What sounds right to you, 12 and a half or 13? Well, you know, I worked on my power ratings, uh, you know, once I got home and, uh, you know, while the Steeler game was on. And uh, my numbers come to exactly 12 and a half on this game. So uh, that's kind of what I see out there in the marketplace. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens by tomorrow morning. I, I don't like to open until I talk to Gil. I always think it's kind of kind of good for the South Point, good for Vicent. So I'll do it in the morning. But right now, I'm, I, I, like I said, my power ratings come to 12 and a half. That's what I see out there. I see no reason to change my mind by tomorrow morning. What I, you know, this might not be the sexiest game, but I am curious because this has been a weird team in terms of how they've been rated by the market. What do you do with Carolina and New York? Because I think Carolina is on the downtrend here, and we saw this open up three on the road, but it's clearly heading in the other direction. What do your numbers come out to? I thought this actually might be closer to pick than Carolina field goal favorite on the road. You know, JVT, I do my, my like, advanced line just because I don't want to be too swayed by what I saw, you know, on a day like today. And my advanced line had the Panthers three and a half. But after today, I mean, you got to kind of look at this Panther team. Really, like you said, they, they're, they're on a downward slide. You know, the McCaffrey injury, I think, is certainly a part of it. Yep. But when I readjusted my power ratings today, my numbers come to two and a half, so about a point difference. Now, right now in the marketplace, I see two and a half with juice on the favorite, three with juice on the dog. Um, as of now, I think I'll probably open two and a half tomorrow. You know, some guys, they <laughs> we were joking last week. I mean, when guys see that two and a half, three, they, two thoughts go through their mind. Number one, the, de- the game is definitely coming three. And number two, I'll never see another two and a half again in, in, for the rest of my life. So they can't <laughs> wait to jump all over those things. So uh, as of now, I think I'll probably open two and a half in the morning. All right, we were talking about this game in the opening segment. How about Bengals and Ravens in Baltimore next week? And the Ravens off a couple big wins and a blowout today of the Chargers. What do your numbers uh, show on uh, Bengals-Ravens matchup? Well, that's, that's a team I'm really impressed with, both of them. You know, the Ravens really struggled early in the year. Uh, but it was one of those things, and I think I said it on Gil's show, uh, you know, as, as good as uh, Jackson was a couple years back when he was you know, deservedly the, the unanimous MVP, I thought he actually looked better this year, even though the team wasn't playing all that well. Well, now they're starting to play well. Their defense is playing well. Uh, Jackson's really playing, not just playing well himself, but playing within within the offense. It seems like they've figured things out. But there again, the Bengals did too. The Bengals have really shown me a lot of improvement. They've had a lot of high draft choices. I knocked the hell out of their coach since he's been there. But maybe he's starting to figure some things out too. He was a pretty young coach, supposed to be pretty smart. Maybe he's starting to figure it out. Anyway, my advance line, I had the Ravens six. Uh, I, I think I'm leaning more towards six and a half. I think that's a little bit better number, and that is what I see in the market. And that's exactly what my power ratings come to after I adjusted them after today's uh, event. All right, Chris Andrews with us here on the opening line show. Chris, we got time for one more game, about a minute left. How about the Eagles Raiders? And a lot of people thought the Raiders, after a week of distractions, were in a bad spot today, but they blew out the Broncos. So you got the Eagles coming to Vegas this week, and I see three pretty much painted. On the board, or do you agree with that number? I think that number's uh, a little light myself. Yeah. Our ratings come to five. You know, I, I don't, there's a lot about this Eagle team I really don't like. Now, I think the Raiders could be in the spot for a letdown. I think there's a big emotional 
there was an emotional shift last week, and there's another one this week in two opposite directions. Well, does the pendulum swing back the other way? I think it might. So when I made those numbers, and like I said, my power ratings do come to five, I thought, well, that might be a shade high. The Raiders could be in a little bit of a letdown spot after their big win today. But I still think the three's a little bit light. At Andrew Sports up on Twitter. Chris, good to talk to you. Thank you very much, sir. All right, guys. Great talking to you guys, too. See you later. Chris Andrews tomorrow. Gil Alexander guessing the opening lines. Check that out here on BCC Sports Betting Network. We'll be back. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com. Check out those betting splits. The feature that's going to give you insights where the money and the bets are moving for every single game. You're going to be able to see where the public is betting. Last couple of weeks, you're going to want to know where the public is betting. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits another way. Vsin's here to make you smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Slash subscribe. Well, I mean, you might just want to go for tomorrow's game. Today's games are pretty much over with. Um, update very quickly. It is still 17 all between the Seahawks and the Steelers. Uh, a lengthy delay there due to an unfortunate injury on the Seahawks side of things. So uh, we are still sitting at the two-minute warning just now. Steelers do have the ball. They are moving a little bit within Seahawks territory. Currently down at the Seahawks 41-yard line. Actually, we'll call it 36-yard line after a five-run, uh, five-yard run up the middle by Najee Harris and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, Najee Harris at one point had 16 carries for 43 yards. You know, basically that 2.7 yards per carry average. Uh, the Steelers just trying to burn some clock, get in field goal range, and win this game 20-17. to 17. I'm, I'm telling you, there are going to be some good spots to bet against the Steelers team yeah. uh, coming up. They've got some major problems on the offensive side. Well, speaking of major problems on the offensive side, let's talk about that because there is a team that has some major problems on the offensive side. It actually stems from their offensive line, and it was a focus uh, of one of my Points Red Weekly articles about three weeks ago. We did it on Do the Numbers on, on the Edge. Carolina Panthers have some real problems. Uh, have a lot of real problems here. And today, even though they lose 34-28, to 28, uh, it was really nothing in terms of what you're talking about from an offensive standpoint. 2-12 on third downs, 306 total yards, outgained 571-306. to 306. 6.8 yards per play for Minnesota to 4.5 for Carolina. Sam Darnold just getting smacked around in almost <laughs> every single drop back. Ended up 17-41 of 41 yeah. for 207 yards. Now this Carolina team favored on the road against the New York Giants as we work our way through the rotation. I, I get the Giants are in a bad spot, but you're laying two and a half, three, the market is, with Carolina on the road. Yeah, and that's one of the thing about Chris McCaffrey, and a lot of people say, well, he's the best running back in the NFL. You're not the best if you're not available. Yep. And he's missed way too many games here the past couple of years. And the Carolina Panthers offense really dependent upon him to uh, produce – in a major way to be successful. Without him, you can tell, you can tell Sam Darnold's going to struggle. The, the Panthers not very good offensively. Uh, I think three might be a little bit much here, but man, it's going to be hard to uh, it's going to be hard to get better as a side with the Giants after what you saw today. Right now, the Giants have uh, a lot of key injuries. They're playing really poor football, and that's why I think uh, the Panthers really are justified being at least two and a half point favorites. I, I would I would have made the number two and a half here. Uh, I made a face, by the way, because Ben Roethlisberger just threw a ball like right in the chest, it looked like, 
of Jamal Adams. That's and, why Jamal Adams is not a wide receiver. Right, right that hit him right in the yeah. chest, didn't it? Uh, right between the numbers. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Actually, the uh, – oh, wow. <laughs> that bit careened off of him. I heard a good – on the radio call on my way in, it was a good call, so I'm going to steal it. But uh, if it was a spear, he'd be dead. <laughs> hit him right in the chest, dude. That's terrible. Almost hurt him in the face. <laughs> so a third and 15 now All for right. the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, from the Seahawks, 46 Steelers yards. Steelers are going to have to punt. If they can't pick up about seven or eight yards yep. here, they might get a long field goal try. But the Seahawks also still have three timeouts. So keep that in mind. Steelers, no, oh, nice Ooh, move Najee by Najee Harris. Harris. Work. Tries to hurdle a defender. That's about a uh, 12-yard pickup there. Going to be a little bit short of the first down. What? Steelers are, are going to have a uh, field goal opportunity. But still, the Seahawks have all three timeouts. So as we continue down the rotation, we do have a lot of adjustments, not only from the look-ahead lines from the week prior, uh, but also just from the reopen as well. So we talk about, for example, Washington football team taking on the Green Bay Packers this week. So Green Bay on the look-ahead humans was a 7.5-point mm-hmm. favorite at home against Washington, total of 50. Get it done today against the Chicago Bears. As Aaron Rodgers reminded the Bears faithful, he owns them. Always has, always yes. will. 22-5 and five record <laughs> yep. against the Bears. So they go from 7.5 on the look-ahead to 9.5 on the open this uh, today after the results that is now up to as high as 10 and a half in some spots for green bay uh, one of many double digit favorites this next weekend in the national football league doesn't seem like an overreaction though given how bad this washington football team is defensively uh, i think chris andrews made a reference to it it looks like the wheels are falling off in washington things are off so yeah so the uh, the 10 point line does not surprise me i see one place at nine and a half it's a uh, 10 this also gives you a little bit of teaser protection yep. as a bookmaker. Uh, Steelers attempt a long field goal and make it. That's 56 yards, 52 yard, mm-hmm. 52 yard attempt. And there's 129 on the clock. Seahawks are going to have their timeout. So give me overtime, Gino. 17. If you get overtime, this game's going to go over the total unless it ends in a tie. Uh, but you're looking, you're live right now to get over this total. What you got? 42 and a half. 42 and a half. 20 to 17. A minute and a half to go. So. Uh, I, th- I think 10 is the right number here. Uh, the Packers. Braves just walked it off. By Braves the walk off the Dodgers, 5-4. <laughs> so. 2-1 series lead for Atlanta, huh? 2-0. No, 2-0. Excuse me. 2-0. Yeah, 2-1. Yeah, what am I talking about? 2-0. Dodgers go back to L.A. Yeah. down two games in the NLCS. So, uh, man, about that. Anyway, I-, I think 10 is the right number. Washington's in, uh, Washington's in a bad state right now, and the Packers are playing really well, I think. Saw it today, Aaron Rodgers, all those questions we had about him early in the season. He looks uh, fully engaged and enthused about this season. The Packers playing pretty good football uh, right now. So Green Bay 10 over Washington, uh, I think, is the right number. So let's go to, <clears throat> speaking of Washington, their opponent today, that's the Kansas City Chiefs. And so one of the things that you and I talked about during the week, and it was part of the write-up uh, in Points for the Weekly 2, was you know, turnovers at times, humans, they, they, they widely vary. It's why you see a team that leads the league in forced turnovers right one year won't do it again the next year. Really good point right now is the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins thrived on turnovers last year. This year, not so much. And now you're seeing a lot of really big issues getting exposed for them. Well, I bring that up because as an offense, you can go through these variants of high turnover rate, right? And the Kansas City Chiefs are doing just that. We saw today again Tyreek Hill with a cat, like a ball placed perfectly in his hands bounce out and lead to an interception, yeah. right? Like, the, the Chiefs have gone through quite the issues when it comes to turnovers. Happened again today. Patrick Mahomes had two interceptions in this game. Kansas City was, was struggling immensely with Washington, ultimately turned it over three times. But when they're not turning it over, that offense is still there. 6.4 yards per play today, 499 yards in terms of total yardage. Now they hit the road. We haven't seen the Titans yet, but they open up as a four-point favorite 
with a total of 56 after the result there against Washington. And here at Sarka, we're up to four and a half here for Kansas City against the Tennessee Titans with a total of 56. Yeah, how about this stretch for the Titans? They're going to host the, uh, the Bills and the Chiefs back-to-back uh, weeks. I, th- I thought the Kansas City offense did exactly what we expected today. We mm-hmm. know how soft that Washington defense is. Mahomes threw for 397, a couple of touchdowns. He was sacked three times today. Like you said, had a couple of picks. But... How, about the, how about the play where he, the fumble, he's, he fumbles the snap, gets it, rolls to his right, and while he's in the grasp of a defender, just throws it up for grabs, and it gets picked off. Yes. Like, this is also on Mahomes, too, like how bad the turnovers have been. Well, he's made some reckless plays like that here early in the season, and uh, that's one thing Patrick Mahomes got to quit doing. But today, 499 total yards. Uh, the Chiefs outgained Washington football team by uh, essentially 225 yards in that yep. game today. Yep. Pretty bad, man. So we'll see if this is going to continue. Now, we'll say... They do get the benefit of taking on Washington and then Tennessee, not two teams that are going to force a bunch of turnovers. And, of course, when you talk about their secondaries, not give you much resistance in terms of the passing game. Hey, by the way, the Chiefs covered the spread today. Yes. Doesn't happen too often. Congratulations, uh, Kansas they, City. They, they were 2-13-1 in the previous uh, 16, but the uh, Chiefs get a road cover. All right, now let's go to Miami Dolphins. Interesting that the Dolphins, and they're an East Coast team, so usually you see the team that has to go to London get a week off. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the case this week. So Miami's got to go to London, then come back home to play host to the Atlanta Falcons. We've seen quite the adjustment here. Miami on the look at was a three-point favor with a total of 48. This reopens pick with a total of about 48. And that's still pick. You know, there's one spot, two spots that are at Miami minus one. Dolphins have problems. Their defense is not good. They're not forcing turnovers like we talked about. And their offense is one of the worst in the National Football League. All that leads to you potentially being only a one-point favorite at home over Atlanta. Uh, yeah, actually... This number is a little bit suspicious to me. I, <laughs> it's almost telling you to bet the Falcons. Yeah. And I thought the Dolphins would be, I'll say, two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Falcons. You said the look-ahead was three, three. right? Yep. Uh, so I thought two-and-a-half was the right number. Obviously, Dolphins being seriously downgraded here. I haven't seen a lot to like in the Falcons, so um, a little bit curious to me that this game is picking at uh, most spots right now. I think you see one, line, one book out there that's got Dolphins minus one. Looks like the Seahawks might be in field goal position, getting close to it here. Yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf, so he did bobble a ball because this is a pretty good catch by Metcalf, but it looks like he's got his two feet in by the time he maintains control of it. So uh, they are getting into field goal position. Geno Smith doing his best right now to at least get a tie out of this game for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, that looks like a catch there. Great catch by DJ DK Metcalf. Yep, so they got a they got a first and ten right now from the uh, forty two yard line oh, of yeah. Pittsburgh. And, ooh, ooh, that was close. A that was close. Almost. DJ Dallas almost fumbled that thing. Almost coughed it up. All right, uh, all right. We'll we'll save that. We have to, we'll go through the rest of the rotation because next up is actually the New York Jets against the New England Patriots. And I know you and I can talk we about have this to for talk a minute. About the Patriots. Well, I think we oh, do man. too because this is one of the things you and I talked about during this week. The play calling is driving me nuts. And I saw Twitter today was celebrating Matt Jones first in completion today in the third quarter. It was his 11th pass attempt. Like something's got to change with the offense here when he has a touchdown pass to Hunter Henry. That was great. He's got some great throws in his arsenal. Today, while he's getting his legs cut out from underneath him, he laces one for a first down. And yet, for some reason, Josh McDaniels doesn't want to trust him. So we'll see if that's going to be a bounce back here as the New England Patriots are going to play host to the New York Jets. We're going to have all that. Second hour as well, Dan Saley's going to be with us as we dive into college football, too. Don't go anywhere. It's the opening line.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get ready for all the action this NBA season with the VSIN basketball betting experts. Grab your copy of the VSIN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including me, provide strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. Digital guide must have, so give yourself a betting edge this season. Get your copy now for only $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Got some good, looks like I'm going to get some good closing line value on some regular season games already, Matt Humans. Very important. As we know today, I got four and a half. We're going to talk some NBA betting on uh, Monday's show, The Edge. 
Monday so afternoon. We do have some anarchy here at the end of this game. So uh, for those who are watching us and maybe driving around or not paying attention, so the Seattle Seahawks have been driving to get this game to potential uh, potentially overtime. What is happening now is that the Seattle Seahawks get a big play from DK Metcalf on the left sideline. It was a pass to him for about 12 yards, but he fumbles at around the Pittsburgh 23 or so. The Seahawks recover, have to then scramble to get back into position, and Geno Smith clocks the ball. It looked like his time expired. Review underway, comes back, says that, no, there's three seconds left on the clock, and now the Seahawks, for some reason, are lining up. Maybe they're going to start to run the clock, and he's got to spike it. I have no idea what's going on right now because you'd think you'd run out the play, uh, the field goal unit, but it looks like maybe they're going to have to clock it the second that the refs call it, which means, leads me to believe, humans, that there was an errant whistle at some point in this <laughs> in this final scrub. Not sure what's happening there, but the clock, uh, the Seahawks did spike it with one second right. left, so time should not have expired. Mike Tomlin is ticked off about something. He was furious over there. Anyway, Myers trots onto the field. Uh, they're going to try to tie this game, and this means a lot to uh, totals betters. It does, including your boy. Yeah. 42 and a half. And it depends on when you got it, too, right? Because, I mean, obviously it depends on what happens in overtime, but, you know, this close in some spots, 43, 43 and a half. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some people fighting for a push, some people hoping for a touchdown of some sort, dueling field goals potentially. So we'll see. But you got to get this 43-yard field goal in if that's going to be the case. And he makes it. Ooh, that's tight, but that's in. Going to overtime. This will be the third overtime game today. Yes, it will be. All right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's continue on through the, the, the slate in terms of the National Football League. We're running through the rotation. So we, we do have to spend some time here because uh, it is a game that now, uh, I would call them, a desperate Patriots team must win after dropping one today to the Dallas Cowboys. So New England falls 35-29 to in a game that uh, had 27 points scored in the fourth quarter. Now you get to take on the New York Jets. For the Look, second time. Yep. New York Jets uh, got uh, blown out. We'll call it a, a, a weird blow. I think it was, what, 26-6 the first time they played? Something like that. Um, New England, though, look ahead with seven with a total of 43-and-a-half. Now we're looking at six-and-a-halves across the board with a total of 43. And I got to say, I, I just don't know what Mac Jones needs to do for them to open this offense up a little bit more. And here's the other thing when it comes to quizzical play calling. When you watch Damian Harris run the ball, why does anybody else get any carries for this team? The cutesy little running back garbage that we've been doing now for 10 years, now you have an actually legitimate running back yeah. in that backfield, and yet they continuously mess around with this rotation. Like when it, when it comes to this Patriots offense, watching them this year, humans, they have held themselves back so much this season, and yeah. it's mind-boggling. Well, I've never been a big Josh McDaniels fan, and I think the Patriots coaches are getting a little too cute with this situation this year. Uh, sometimes I think Bill Belichick gets a little bit caught up in trying to show everybody how smart he is. And uh, that same might be true of Josh McDaniels. Let Mac Jones play. The kid can play, and he mm -hmm. can play at a high level. Uh, the play calling has been horrendous on the offensive side. The Patriots are 0-4 at home. They've lost games at home by two points, by one point, and today in overtime by six. The first time they played the Jets, September 19th, they were five-and-a-half-point road favorites, won that game 25-6. to I think it's a little interesting here that there were five-and-a-half-point road favorites, and now they are only six-and-a-half-point home favorites over the Jets. Uh, so that tells you the Patriots, I think, have been downgraded a little bit. I, the, the Westgate Superbook has got this number at seven. I think you are going to see a lot of sevens on this game throughout the week. Yep. 
I think that'd be the case. I, I like what Mac Jones has done again today. A lot of really good throws out there. The yeah. touchdown to Hunter Henry, the play in which he laces it for a first down. There, there was a lot out there. And and two, like some bad luck. The, the officials completely missing a face mask on Nelson Aguilar in overtime, right? Like there was there was a lot that went into that, but the Patriots do have to be kicking themselves mm-hmm. because I think they're in this hole for a whole reason, and that's because of their own uh, failures as an offense. Patriots right now are two and four. Yep. Uh, a couple plays away from being a four and two team, but. Uh, in the NFL, do you you got to find a way to win those close games. I think the the Patriots do catch a scheduling break here, are catching the Jets for the first time, second time in the yep. first seven weeks, and they finally get a chance to uh, win a home game. They're zero and four at home. They should be one and four after this week. Well, it does lighten up, right? Because after this, you get the Chargers on the road, but then you go to the Panthers, then Browns, Falcons, Titans, and then before you get the Bills. So you get like a little four week stretch there where you, you have winnable games. You have to start winning some games. Yep. You're going to get over that win total of eight and a half or to get to nine wins. That's It's not looking good. And now we get to the boring part of the rotation because three out of the next four games uh, have spreads that are over 12 and a half points, mm-hmm. right? So we get to, for example, the Detroit Lions at the Los Angeles Rams, the Jared Goff revenge game potentially. Look ahead here was Rams 13 and a half with a total of 49 and a half. Reopens 15 and a half with a total of 50. Now on the board, Talking about still those 15 and a half everywhere, populating it with a total of 49 and a half in their 50. And I bring up Jared Goff partly as a joke, but also because Man Campbell, after the game today, calling Jared Goff out, he weeps after the game last week, uh-huh. and then today calls Jared Goff out of the carpet and says, I need more from you, bud. Yeah. So it does not seem like things are going well here for the Detroit Lions. They, they were dead today, and I was really surprised. Given the effort they showed against Baltimore, the effort that they showed in that Minnesota game, they'd think they'd do something. The secondary was awful, and they got absolutely blitzed by the Bengals. Lions were a lost cause from the beginning today, and what's it going to take? How, yep. how high do you have to jack these numbers up to get betters on the Lions? Fifteen and a half. <laughs> According to some betters, you got to jack these things up pretty high. Uh, this went over, This uh, the look at it was 13 and a half, right? Yep. So you're talking a two-point adjustment. Uh, I, I can't I can't play the Lions. I, I don't care if this number got to 17. I can't do it. And Jared Goff is going to be jacked up for this game, you would think. But what's it take? The Lions were in a great spot today, and they got crushed yep. at home by the Bengals. So. This is jacked up Jared Goff look like, huh? <laughs> what does he put out there on the field? Philadelphia, now this is the good afternoon game because this is pretty intriguing. These are two teams that are closely matched from a power rating perspective. This is a Raiders team that surprised, I think, a lot of people with the way that they played today in Denver. Uh, Derek Carr, and here's the thing. There are differences to this. Like, you can ask anybody who covers Raiders, watches the Raiders. Like, one of the things that was a theme today on social media when you were looking at the people who cover the Raiders, Raiders actually had a screen game today, right, using guys like Kenyon Drake and, and some of their athletes out of the backfield, something that was not happening under John Gruden. The offense did look different. And so when you talk about the loss of Gruden, like there's a strong argument made, it's not worth much, if anything at all. And yeah. you saw the way that this offense looked a lot different. Derek Carr today, multiple passes of 15 or more yards downfield through the air. It looked different today, and mm-hmm. against a decent defense. Now you get Philadelphia here at home. Vegas look ahead was two and a half. Now we're sitting at three with the total of 48 across the board. Yeah, I would uh, say John Gruden was not worth anything to the number Nothing. today. If, if anything, we thought the Raiders were going to be a distracted team. The focus, the preparation would not be there. Uh, the Raiders look great. That's the best they've looked in three weeks uh, without Gruden today in that game in Denver. And that, that's pretty good Denver defense. The Raiders may look bad uh, today. Chris Andrews, South Point Sportsbook Director, was on with us earlier in this show. He said this number looks light to him. His, his power rating had five. Uh, Raiders five over the Eagles. There's not a lot to like about the Eagles if, uh, if you watch that team Thursday night. That should have been. That was a six-point loss to the Bucks. It should have been a blowout yep. loss. 
and um, uh, I I think you'll see I I think you'll see three and a half, maybe four, on this number at some point this week. Yeah, a lot if of you like if you like the Raiders, lay the three now because it's not going to two and a half. Yeah, if anything, I, I think it goes the other way. Yep, agreed. Geno Smith, big play downfield. Seahawks are going to have the ball right now about midfield. Pittsburgh Steelers again. We're in overtime here, twenty twenty. So looking like um. Very good chance this game is going to go over the total, but still under that total right now to 2020 deadlock. Uh, really quickly, Bears at Bucks, a rematch of the four game, right? Thursday night. Tom Brady forgets what down it is. Look ahead here was 10 with a total of 49. Bears lose by double digits today to the Green Bay Packers, a game that was closer than the final score indicates at 24 to 14. Packers needed a late touchdown and a stop, of course, to win by 10. I'm kind of surprised, actually, that there's been a two point bump here in this one. Like, you haven't seen anything from Tampa Bay that necessarily makes you think, right after beating right. Philadelphia, that you should upgrade the power rating. And, like I said, Justin Fields and the Bears did stuff where they were only down by a single score before this game late against Green Bay. Well, they were on their home field. Yeah. I, I think the Bears' offense still has a long way to go. Yes. The, the Buccaneers have been playing a lot of shootouts. Can the Bears, can Justin Fields trade shots with Tom Brady in a shootout? Probably not. And I think. That's where you're going to see this number of 13.5 come into play. Uh, right now, I see BetMGM 13.5. Yeah. Circa 12.5. I think 13 is probably about the right number. It's. Uh, I agree with you. The Bucks. I've not been blown away by the Bucks, and they've, they've got some injuries. They've got some issues right now. But it's uh, you've got to put this number at about 13, I think, to draw some Bears action. Yeah. It's, it always just interests me, like, why you adjust look-ahead lines, right? Usually it's off of some lopsided mm-hmm. result, but uh, neither one of these teams coming off of positively or negatively. Uh, second hour, we're, we got to finish up this slate. I'll leave you with this tease. Could a 2-14 and 14 be on their way to winning their division? Yes. We'll, talk, we'll, talk, so. <laughs> we'll talk about that next word agreement. It's the opening line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.